Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast, the podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode, let's see, is this 33? 33. 30, 32. 32. 32. 32. Okay, yeah. It's in the 30s. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're in the 30s somewhere, but uh, welcome to the uh, episode 32 of the Play It By Your podcast. Uh, we are broadcasting live simultaneously on Facebook, YouTube, now Twitter, a, in addition through the Periscope app. And around the world around the world yes and uh twitch so we're broadcasting to all these places uh so we welcome you in whatever venue or whatever app you're using to uh, watch us currently so i want to say uh, thank you and welcome to my compatriots is todd i think todd's frozen again that's okay we'll wait till he's unfrozen well i'll say hi to you brady hi eric <laughs> all right <laughs> so there now we go. have frozen and that's the second time that's happened it it does it every time right at the beginning right it when, does it's always at the yeah. beginning yeah well i'm kicking your frozen self out of the studio frozen frozen let it go there we go all right so there now we're in order right in what in order hello, hello todd i'd informally say hello, hello to you good evening Todd Griffin finally with us, frozen and unfrozen. So who do we have in the room? Melody Wilkin is here. She's the only one's commented so far. Looks like we have 11 people. Comment. 11. Say hi. It There's goes Melody. to 11. Hi, Melody. Hello, Melody. And while we're waiting for people to chime in, we'll do the housekeeping duties here. First of all, on audio, uh, we will be releasing audio episodes on Friday mornings. You can find those on anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere you can find your podcast. And right now there's probably 15 different providers that you can find those. You have no excuse. There's yes. an outlet. Find us most anywhere. On YouTube, you can search play by your podcast, follow our channel. Like I said, we are broadcasting to YouTube currently. And that is a change now. We're not going to reissue a video. It will just be there on the on the videos when you go to our channel. So what you see now is what you'll see on YouTube later if you will watch it later. Social media, most of you watching on Facebook, uh, search Play By Your Podcast there. Twitter, if you're watching on Twitter, welcome through the uh, Periscope app. That is at Play By Your Pod number two. And on Instagram, we are at Play It By Your Podcast with underscores under all those words. Interact with us via email, playitbyyourpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message, click the link at your podcast provider, whatever that provider may be. And finally, if you want to support what we do financially, and again, I'm, I come hat in hand, which is not my my best thing to do so if you all would like to chime in please do and my hat in hand message 
Yeah. You look um, like he's going to say something. Okay, I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, we uh, subscribe to some software that makes this possible for your enjoyment. And, well, let's be honest, our enjoyment too. But um, it provides the uh, the mix down and makes it all possible. It's the technology that makes it go. And um, there's a monthly subscription. And um, any kind of little bit that you could help keeps this operation running smoothly. Um, we're not out to make our livings on this. But if we can um, keep this, you know, relatively cost neutral, we can keep the hits coming and we can uh, keep coming to you in multiple different formats and live and remotely during this whole crisis of Corona. So, um, you know, there's multiple reasons. So please, please, uh, if you care to, you can uh, leave some pittance and some shillings if you would, and we can keep this going. I would like to chime in. We've, uh, hello, Jerry and Howard, Kirsten. Uh, welcome, Kyle. Uh, one thing Howard's mentioned that merch uh, would generate cash. And we are actually have been talking about that. Um, we've been talking about merch, you know, t shirts, mugs, hats. Uh, you know, once again, uh, any, uh, any small donation to help and get that rolling would help us as well. So again, we're not looking to make money off this. We're not looking to, uh, you know, retire from the education world <laughs> and become professional podcasters. But um, this is funding my retirement uh, cottage in Belize <laughs> under a pa- uh, under a palm tree. Under a palm tree. All right. So uh, yeah, that that that's our financial pitch. You might hear one more at the end, but. Uh, there, there's the link if you'd like to do that. We'd appreciate it. So uh, there's uh, Howard William. Welcome. Uh, Kyle. Kyle Mr. is with us. Uh, Jerry Stroop. Welcome. My mother-in-law. Hello, Diane. Um, I look uh, like confectionery maze. <laughs> I went with the, the candy corn fall flannel today. I was say, I'm craving some candy corn for some reason. Indeed. Uh, Only we, the good kind, have, though, that has the, the, the brown. You got to go. So uh, does that mean we have viewers from Japan right here? Is that what that means? We do. Domo arigato, Amber. Hi. Hi. Hey, which, by the way, well, Amber has some big news that I didn't know if I could share yet. But um, if she gives me the okay, I will share it. But anyway, um, Kirsten, there, are no, there are no boys here, Kirsten. We're all man. Only men. Man, man folk. Burley. Now you're a man. Josh Michael with us. Well, man, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Is it the way he fights every <laughs> day? Oh, we're going way off the rails. Okay, so... The way this thing works, if you have not been with us before, each of us come to the table with a topic. We are in order on the screen as to where we will present our topics. Brady is first. I am second. Todd is rounding out the show with his topic. And uh, we talk 20 minutes on each topic. And uh, it's kind of organic. We have not talked about these things other than just to tell each other what we're doing. And that's kind of the extent of it. And you'll hear the first conversation. So with that, Brady. All right, this organic non-GMO topic. Um, all right, it is fall, and with the fall, it implies harvest and 
festivals in our neck of the woods. And um, I am going with the top weird festivals from around the world. This should be fun. This will be amusing. This is going to get some comments going. So I got to just start you off by putting a couple to- toes in the pool, in the water, literally here in a second. But um, so I will start you off to get those mental juices flowing, conversational topics, topicking. I just made a word, topicking. Um, yeah, but anyway, is. number 10 is the Argungu Fishing Festival. As it is described, that's Argungu in Nigeria. How do you spell that? A-R-G-U-N-G-U, Argungu. Argungu. Sounds manly. Yeah. As a spectator activity, fishing usually leaves a lot to be desired, but at the Argungu Fishing Festival in Nigeria, it's far more spectacle than you could ever imagine. At the firing of a pistol, hundreds of men storm into the shallow Malan Fada River and catch fish using nets, gourds, or their bare hands. The man with the largest fish wins the day. Since fishing is banned, except for this one day in the spring. Interesting. I'd like to know why it is banned. But anyway, it is banned except for this one day. The winning catches have topped 160 pounds. So I would love to see a bare-handed catch with 160-pound fish. Fist. I don't don't think it means the one fish was 160 pounds, or that was their total tank? No, that's one fist. Okay, so what? How do you catch a fist with a gourd? Um, I would say very carefully would be my yeah, ambiguous I, answer, but it's kind of like you probably like, like if you can imagine like a cap, just pinning it into the water. Maybe you, you smack fish. it on the noggin. Yeah, I'll tell you, you if you get some of those like catfish that have those sharp fins, I mean that could be Ooh. dangerous. Yeah, or well, a crappie noodle. People noodle. That's a that's a thing. Oh wait a minute! That, but this is a family show. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the noodle noodlers? Where you, they just uh, I think it's what it's called. They just reach into a they just get into a, a body of water and reach into a a, a muskrat den or something or a. a, a, <laughs> a, 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 a some sort of some sort of varmint tunnel and just and pull out a catfish. i have seen videos of that and i literally go weak in the knees because it's murky dark water it's like sticking your hand into an unknown you crevice where anything with sharp teeth could be lurking be it fist or muskrat and um yeah that, that just literally makes me queasy um the the thought of people doing that catfish thinking like eric said you know they've got some sharp barbs around their mouths Barbs. Uh, <laughs> Howard well, says 160 pound fish might try to eat a gourd and you reel it in. Possibility. Well, that's true. I've seen the, you know, on videos and on shows, people noodling and uh, they can drown you. I mean, like, you know, it's not just a matter of getting bitten or attacked by the, the you know, you can you get, get to tussling with a 70, 80 pound catfish and uh, one of those Amazonian Arapaho or whatever they're called, the, the, the devil fish. Yeah, that's craziness. Craziness. So, um, I have a whole porch we- for a gourd. Let's we go fishing afterwards. Yes. We we'll go. hit Lake Winoka, make the Winoka our Gungu festival, <laughs> shoot the pistol, and then we're swinging gourds. Like, I wonder if they ever. T- <laughs> <laughs> so, it's going to be an all male fishing trip. <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know where you swing your gourd, but just a bunch of swinging okay. gourds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to number nine. Here we go. It is the Boryong Mud Festival. According to the Boryong Health Life Company, mud is great for your skin, specifically the Boryong mud used in their mud cosmetics. To convince a doubtful populace, the company established the Boryong Mud Festival on Daishon Beach in Korea, where participants get down and dirty in the local mineral-laden mud. The festival has become a hit with the Korean expat population. A variety of mud-themed activities take place, from mud photography, mud massages, and there is a dip in the sea that could, with sea salts to wash the mud off of you. So basically, it's a festival where you roll in the mud. Mud photography. Um, that's a pretty talented mud. Frame that shot and hit the button. Yeah. How do you how do you spell Boryong? B O R Y. My name is Mud. E O N G Boryong Mud Festival, ladies and gentlemen. Rolling like swine, we do. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I would worry. I, I know mud is supposedly good for your skin, but I worry what's in the mud that is not good for your body. Um, it says Such it's as, mineral. Well, I'm mean, all kinds of microscopic parasites. Some tapeworms or hookworms. Yeah, you could roll around in the mud and enter an orifice. Yeah, those little tiny. Uh, speaking of catfish, I believe the uh, world's tiniest catfish. Uh, is is in the, the Amazon or something in it? Uh, it can swim into your orifices. You got to cut out that mud vein. <laughs> Good eating. <laughs> Good eating. Um, <laughs> Todd, that thing that you were just talking about is that the one like you're not supposed to urinate in the water because it can swim up your urethra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not careful, to swim right up your urethra, Franklin. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I've no, heard no, about no, that. No, That's no, a real no, thing. Stop, 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 stop. Yes. I assume you're in the water. It's not swimming up the stream, so to speak, is it? No, you're not peeing alongside the, 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 the bank by a tree and it doesn't do the flying fish thing and <laughs> leap out of the water and swim toward your pee stream and up your urethra. No, it's just, if you kind of like, well, pee in the, not the pool literally, but like the stream. So, so why would your urethra be subject to a worse breach when you're peeing, right? When, when you're not, I'm not a doctor. I assume it'd be just like riding a motorcycle with your mouth open. (laughs) Yeah. Eric, I'm not a doctor, but I think that when one urinates, their urethra opens or otherwise it can't come out. Yeah. I could be wrong. I thought the bladder opened, not the urethra. Well, the yeah, but it's kind of open already, isn't it? So to I speak. Don't I don't think mine is, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying that you know that that like uh, on, 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 yes, move on, move on. Well, <laughs> well you got to well. Plus, wouldn't you have to be naked for that to happen in the in the water? Can't go uh, through material. Go off a leg. And, yeah, so uh, I don't there know. you go. Howard has it. It's the dilation of the penile sphincter muscle. Yeah, your urethra is already open. Yeah. Okay. Bottom line: keep your gourd in your pants. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, so when you're at the Boryong Festival. There's a lesson okay. to be learned. <laughs> Number eight, Eric, this will be easy to spell. This is the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. You Cooper had me a Hill, cheese. You had me a cheese? The Cooper Hill Cheese Roll has become quite a famous event world over, but that hardly makes it at least a bit strange. To recap, an official takes a seven-pound round of double Gloucester semi-hard cheese and tosses it down a dangerously steep hill, whereupon the competitors hurl themselves after it, flailing, rolling, and crashing, and flying toward the bottom until one lucky athlete latches onto the cheese and raises it above his or her head in triumph. A team of local rugby players is positioned at the bottom of the hill to halt the descent, the descents of now out of control competitors. The grand prize, the round of cheese. What kind of cheese? Good question. Uh, it was, I think I answered that. It's double Gloucester semi-hard cheese. There may be certain kinds of cheese I'd fight for. I don't know if I'd fight for that cheese or not. Give me a nice smoked Gouda and I'll fight anybody. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, the dad joke game is strong. Um, when one competitor holds the cheese over their head after somebody has dropped it, I wonder if one of the other competitors say, hey, that's nacho cheese. Ah. <laughs> and speaking of which, Howard just chimed in with his own dad joke there. Uh, yeah. Gouda question, Eric Fiscus. Gouda question. So did I, I can't remember if I sent you guys the text the other night of the uh, the cheese that where the maggots crawl out of it. Did I send that to you guys? No, I don't recall it. I think no. I would. Um, I'll send it to you. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's some sort of cheese where I guess um, maggots – not only crawl out of it, but they, they leap out of it. So you have to shield your f- eyes when you're eating this cheese because the maggots can <laughs> leap into your eye. That sounds like a dare. Sounds like I'm going to find it here. I want to find it. Eric, I want you to share it on, on the screen if I can find it. I don't know what you would Google. Um, maybe mag- maggot. I'd be careful Googling anything with maggots in it. So, so we got fist crawling up urethras and we got maggots jumping into eyes. Yeah. I Man. hate a maggot. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of a maggot. <laughs> this is definitely... Hey, after third grade, I, I never want to see maggots again. <laughs> Eric has... Okay, so while we're waiting for Eric to pull up this picture, or somebody to pull up this picture in third grade, a one of our third grade classmates at Sardinia Elementary, for some inexplicable reason, put some peas from the cafeteria in a baggie and kept them in his desk for a snack and oh. forgot about them over the weekend. Just regular we came, peas? Yeah, just like peas, like green peas. And when we came back to school the next Monday, there was all these maggots all over the room, the desk. Oh. Like in the span of like two days, flies had laid their eggs in there and they had hatched and the maggot menace had been unleashed on Sardine Elementary's third grade. So I'll read this to you, and then I'll send it. Or maybe you can just Google it. It says Casu uh, Marzu. I got it. Casu. Oh. What is that I'm looking at? Hang on. Casu Marzu, I'm assuming. Yeah, but that doesn't show the maggots. They're right there on the edge. Ooh, oh, that's I see them. How can you tell chi from maggot? You can't. You can't. That, so that's me, a dangerous that's adventure. Let me read this to you. It says Casu Marzu is a Sardinian cheese that contains live <laughs> maggots. 
The maggots can jump up to five inches out of cheese while you're eating it, so it's a good idea to shield it with your hand to stop them from jumping in your eye. Don't get any of that, that in your eye. Who? Who thought that was a good idea? You know what's gonna make my you know what's gonna make my cheese better? Forget about bacon bits. Forget about that. I want maggots. I don't know the conversation somebody had to have. Well, I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that it happened. I don't know that people put the maggots in there. (laughs) The maggots just find their way. I don't know that it was an idea. People just ate them after they were there. Hey, hey, protein. I I just texted it to you guys. The picture I sent is a little more up close and uh, personal. Okay, so we have now we're now leaving cheese wheels and maggots, and we are going to let me get through the clickbait here. We are going to the Noche de Rabanos, literally translated the Night of Radishes, which may sound like a particularly terrible B horror movie, but in reality, it's a delightful Christmas time celebration that occurs December twenty third. And intricate, it features intricately carved radish sculptures. The tradition began when local radish growers began carving their produce in order to attract customers. Some of these, some of these radishes can weigh up to seven pounds, and it's in Oaxaca, Mexico. Oaxaca, that's a big radish. That is a big radish. So, I, I do not rat like rat eye. I don't like radishes. Um, I, I've never liked them. I've tried before, but I've always heard radishes um, associated that they give people indigestion. Like really, yeah. They they kind of have an odd thing going on because they they almost have a burning sensation when you yeah eat them. yeah yeah. I agree. Which is, it's spicy, but it's not. It's so it's does like, uh, so does um uh, what is it? Cabbage, kind of. Yes. Yes. So. So people can so if you want to go to Oaxaca, Mexico and participate in radish carving, um, that is your huckleberry or your radish, if you will. Okay. okay uh, hold on, Brady. Yes. What do we got? We got radishes. Radishes. It's <laughs> a creepy way to say. It. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want in your salad, Crip Keeper? There it is. Oh my Look at that. Look at that. No, no, no. You can't. Yeah. I cannot be expecting ornately carved radishes and you hit me with cheese maggots. Well, here's what I don't understand. Um, uh, your basic maggot can't just jump <laughs> off the ground. How can they jump out of cheese? Does the cheese act as a trampoline? Is it is it a launching pad of some sort? How does it leap five inches off the off the cheese? Maybe Sardinian maggots are better jumpers oh as you said brady we've seen sardinian maggots yes we have <laughs> i don't remember them jumping though i want to There's see a gotta... video i want to see a video of the maggot jumping out of the cheese i do when not find it we will post it <laughs> kirsten loves a good radish by the way all right so what well, kirsten ahead. if you don't mind me asking kirsten what what do you what do you do with your radish like do you do you put it in soup do you eat it raw do you eat it as a part of a salad do you carve um, it? Do you salt it? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's we'll, maybe she'll we'll get wait, back with us and wait for her to answer. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Howard says we've seen attack of the killer tomatoes. Now you can have massacre of the Munster maggots. Any yeah. re- 
interestingly enough, he he said that before you mentioned the radish, and then you mentioned how the radish something sounds like a a, a horror a B horror movie, and he yes. had just mentioned Howard is on it tonight. He is on it. So and- now, Todd, your wife likes a pickled radish. Have you not had pickled radishes in your house? Uh, I I try not to get anywhere near her when she's eating a pickled radish. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I uh, yeah, or pickled anything for that matter. I like pickles, but I don't like other food pickled. <laughs> I only like my cucumbers pickled. <laughs> you have to have them as nouns, not verbs. I'm pickled so, tink. Uh, <laughs> pickled <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> so uh kirsten says salad or raw with ranch with ranch dressing <laughs> well, everything's better with ranch i will give you that absolutely you can ranch anything it's white therefore i will not eat it you don't eat ranch either Ew, no you are the i devil. can't stand the smell of it oh man yeah i know i there's know something, there's something wrong with you yeah there is so radishes allegedly reduce cholesterol According to Howard, well, I, he's an EMT. He would know. He would. So if somebody's in if aspirin is not available, if somebody's having a cardiac event, they can just pop a radish in their mouth. <laughs> so it might work. <laughs> Moving okay, on. Let's leap to our next subject. There's a good lead in. The number six is the Rain R A Y N E, the Rain Frog Festival, billed as totally awesome. Ah. By the festival's organizing committee, despite an apparent lack of toads involved, the Rain Frog Festival nevertheless delivers on the promises every fall. The festival features all things frog, frog races, frog jumping, and the selection of the frog derby queen and naturally lots of Cajun-style frog legs to eat. The self-proclaimed frog capital of the world also showcases local, regional, and national music talent and has frog-themed runs, fairs, and other activities. To be sure, if you are into frogs, there's no place better than in November than Rain, Louisiana. Nice. Last year's headline was the toadies. <laughs> I come from the water. Bonk, bonk. How how much fro- how much froggery can there be? Uh, I hate a damn frog. I tell you, I uh. <laughs> so you hate I a like damn radish. And you hate a damn and frog. a frog. But here's the thing, though. I'm betting I why do I instantly the first thing I picture at this festival is an annoying man with a microphone yelling and ringing a damn bell and you're trying to guess which frog is going to go into the hole or whatever. It's like it's like the <laughs> is is that what happened so what happened when the uh, when the rat died they replaced it with a frog. Yeah, I I, I hate to harken back to an older episode, but I I don't know that I've seen Brady so angsty as when we talked about the the rat man from the The uh, Rat Barker's Day. Brady wanted to open up a can of whoopus on the rat guy. (laughs) Yeah, you know, he was always yelling and mocking people like he had some kind of secret knowledge of the universe. And actually, he was a rat barker. That's what barkers do. Joyce Wagner. Hello, Joyce Wagner. Is that is the Joyce Wagner, uh, my favorite teacher of all time? Oh, cool! Welcome aboard. Hello, Joyce. Okay, <laughs> now moving on from frogs to this one amused me greatly. This is the Naki Sumo Festival. N A K I Sumo Festival. Hey, Nagai. 
Two giant sumo wrestlers step into a ring looking as tough as they are massive, and they square up to each other threateningly. Each is holding an infant. The goal of each sumo wrestler... Whoop. Sorry. That's okay. Was that, <laughs> that, 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 that's our time. <laughs> oh, that was our time? Oh, yeah. okay. We, we got time. We got, we got time. Because oh, this is going to be worth it. What is the job of these two sumo wrestlers holding infants? This may sound like a setup for either a disaster or comedy in the minds of most, but to the Japanese parents handing over their babies to the giant wrestlers, it's an effort to bring good luck. So what are they trying to do? Each sumo wrestler is trying to make the baby that the other is holding cry. So they try to frighten the baby to tears. So (laughs) I wouldn't think that would be that hard. Well, it gets better. Okay. Yeah, this last sentence. And what if the kids don't cry? The referee steps in wearing a terrifying mask to make sure that no infant goes psychologically unharmed for the day. (laughs) (laughs) So if the 600-pound man menacingly glaring at this infant doesn't make it cry, send in the person with a jigsaw mask. Man. How how is that allowed to go on in today's day and age? (laughs) <laughs> I don't well I mean think of haunted houses I mean they make babies well shoot they get jack-in-the-box manufacturers they made a living <laughs> off terrifying and psychologically scarring children well here I thought that uh, a sumo wrestler's only uh, pathway to stardom was sumo wrestling I didn't realize that they could you know also they had a, a side gig as a baby scarer even the Yokozuna yeah. gets to scare a baby every now and then nice so, all right. Um, do I have time to go quickly? I, I say so. Go ahead. Eric's, hey, the, num- Eric's the, the head the head cheese. The head so cheese. Speak, but, uh, wow. maggots. Um, there is the wife carrying championship. And I cannot pronounce it, but it's in Finland. We it's talked about this, Finnish didn't we? City. Wasn't this um, on the sport, the weird sports thing? I believe I, it was. It might have been. It might have been. Um, but they had to carry their wives' 253.5-meter obstacle course. So there, there you go. I got an idea what we're going to start right right here in, uh, you know, right here in southwestern Ohio. The husband carrying. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we're that talking. Would, now that would be entertaining. Yes. We, we're about Title IX and, quality. And by the way, I just – I just teed it up for all you lovely ladies to say I've been carrying my husband for years. Wah, wah. Uh, so I gave you a okay. freebie. Okay, number three was the Baby Jumping Festival, which is located in Crastia de Mercia, Spain, where it has for 400 years men dressed as devils have been jumping over babies <laughs> in this small town <laughs> to cleanse them of their sin and evil spirits. So if the infant was born in the last 12 months, they are set on a mattress throughout the town, and people dressed as devils incarnate leap over them. So my, my first question was going to be a baby jumping contest. Do people jump babies, or do you try to get babies to jump, or do you hook up battery cables to babies? <laughs> I get, I'll, I'll tell you Could one you? word. <laughs> Satan. Satan? Satan. Uh, Kirsten is – Terrified by Jacks in the Box. Is Jack is it, in the Box? Be- <laughs> Jacks in the Box. Jacks in the Box or Jacks? 
Jacks in the box or Jack in the box? That's a good question that George Carlin would have liked. Uh, what what do you what's the plural for Jack in the box? Jacks in the box. <laughs> Jacks Jack- in the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> what's oh the my. plural for hell of a guy? Man. <laughs> Number two is the moose dropping festival, um, where moose poop is shellacked, painted, and turned into crafts. <laughs> and that is in Taquinta, Alaska. So, my, uh, where I say crap, that is true. <laughs> it is true. Um, moose poop ornamentation. Yes, we've you know, been talking about that for years. I was yes. going to say, I mean, yeah. I, I stand by it. I've said that if you break a twig off a tree and put a gingham ribbon on it, you could sell it as a craft so un, to uns, some unsuspecting suburbanite. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, been, looking, been looking for a side gig. I, all I need to do is a shellap a moose nugget and uh, or shellac, not shellap, shellap. Shellap. I will shellap you. That sounds like something that Curly <laughs> said to Mo. <laughs> All right, um, and then number one, which will be very relevant considering something we talked about earlier, this is the Black Alton International Festival of Worm Charming. In southeastern England, teams are given a square meter of land and in the middle of the field, tasked with charming as many worms as possible to the surface from their soily lair in 15 minutes. <laughs> Strategies vary wildly. From um, you know, there's different strategies. The only rule is you can't dig them out. I know the song. You can play. You can play a song, a beat. You can, you can put a melody on a loop. There's a place in France where we make the night crawlers dance. <laughs> there's a hole in the wall. Sorry. <laughs> where the creepy never crawlers heard crawl. <laughs> where the fish and bait crawl. <laughs> yes. Um all uh wait a minute. Others um sprinkle water on the ground to replicate a soft spring rain. All of wary are the the punishment for cheating is getting to put in you, you get put in the stocks, you know, where your your head and arms and people throw rotten fruit at you. So it's part of the gag of this festival. If anybody gets caught cheating, they get put on this put in the stockade. Wow. You know the so the Worm Charming Festival, all I can see Man. is Pepe Le Pew standing over a thing of it. Ah, uh, you look so beautiful tonight. It is not a spark. It is a big roaring flame worm. A flame. A big roaring, roaring flame. flame. Burning. Burning. I don't think Pepe hey, ever rolled his arms that much. Roaring. <laughs> that's not Pepe Le Pew. That's Tom. I, yeah, I know. That's Tom. Right. That's right. Zoot yeah. suit Tom. Zoot suit Episode. Tom. Yeah. My bad. Uh, I can feel it now. It is not just a little spark. <laughs> so anyway, that's a pretty interesting festival. So you, if you wanted to, you could Google it and you can – Planned your trip around the world based on these weird festivals, from scaring babies with sumo wrestlers to jumping over them dressed like the devil to charming worms or Not- trying to tackle a cheese wheel. We aim to please. <laughs> or trying to coerce a frog to uh, jump, jump in a hole. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for some reason, I'm not getting all the, the comments on here, but uh, I, I will. probably frighten them off. 
Well, no, I, I, by the way, you can comment on our live here and I can post the comments if you like, but, um, for some reason, one of Howard's comments didn't make it up, but I will highlight it because it's very true as the three of you, three of us will agree. Sardinian maggots leap higher than Russellvillian maggots. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because they're carried by the power of the Zephyr. Exactly. Carried by the power of the Zephyr. Which is a light westerly breeze. Sounds like a Europe song. (laughs) The power of the Zephyr. (laughs) Why why were you always led to believe that was a tornado when it's actually a light westerly breeze? Essentially a goat fart. (laughs) Now, Katrina Wagner takes issue. Katrina, you are a Sardinian. I know you are. Well. Never mind. <laughs> well, Never mind. you could have been. You could have been. been. You could have come to the light side. Right. Instead What's a rambler anyway? She, yeah, what is she, a rambler? Is, she is the uh, principality of Russellville. She so, is the. Someone could have been born rambling man, I guess. I don't know what that means. But yes. She could ramble on from this topic. Ha. Ha. Katrina See what truth. I did there? Yeah, oh, Katrina, man. You're, you're a Sardinian at heart. Right, Josh? Josh, you got to chime in. Um, so, um, you know, we, we've talked previously, we're going to move on the topics, but you know, there's all kinds of weird festivals from the bologna festival in Ohio to, the uh, sauerkraut festival, sauerkraut festival and, um, the testicle festival. It's a real thing. Yeah. I hear, I hear you have a ball if you go there. <laughs> a ball yeah. or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe their specialty is sack lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh lord oh. <laughs> i think their slogan is uh taint never been happier oh moving on come on now we can keep going let's pitch and roll away from this topic <laughs> <laughs> oh my well oh. <clears throat> We're professional entertainers here. See, now look. She was a Sardinia person. What are you people yelling at me for? I didn't yell at you. That was Brady. Sardinia cheerleader. I remember that. No. Okay. (laughs) Nice, Kyle. Kyle chimed in with his own. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. My, 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 my. Now, Celia says a rambler is one that rambles up and down the court. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Rambling on. <laughs> All right, Eric. Okay, so I am in topic number two. Topic number two is our uh, big return to Am I the Asshole? Ah, oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. So what I didn't know in between the last time we did this and now is that Am I the Asshole has a Twitter feed. Cool. You can see stories about or asking questions on Am I the Asshole all the time. So yes. uh, just went to, just went to the Twitter feed. So uh, again, people on Facebook, feel free to chime in. We give our two cents worth as to the person in this story, if they are or they are not. But uh, certainly you can chime in as well because we would love to have your opinion. 
So if you're not familiar, uh, the way this works is people get on a uh, social media site called Reddit. And it's basically a old time bulletin board. That's what we called them when we were Utes. <laughs> but uh, they get on there and they type out scenarios and then they ask basically, you know, am, am I a bad person for having done what I did? So we read the stories and then we give our two cents worth as to whether they are or aren't. We pass judgment. <clears throat> so uh, I was telling Brady, I didn't get a chance to tell Todd, but this first one here, uh, there are, of course, I saw we have some female listeners here or, or viewers right now, and this probably will uh, <laughs> get some dander up. Uh, yeah, it, it will. It will elicit an opinion amongst our certainly our female viewers here. So we're just the, reading the stories. Yeah, it's we're not just us. The stories. We, we, of course, will put our two cents worth in, but uh, I'll give you the title and I'll read the story here, the scenario. So the title is AITA for am I the anus for quote shushing and whistling at my significant other. <laughs> This isn't going to go well. <laughs> so here, here's the scenario. Sometimes when I ask my girlfriend a question and she doesn't respond after a few seconds, I'll give a quick whistle to get her attention. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not mean blowhorn whistles, <laughs> but similar to the quick light whistle notification you'd get from a phone. I typically go. Auga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually this happens when she's looking down at her phone, presumably reading Reddit or texting. Usually she looks up after my whistle and answers my question without me needing to repeat it. <laughs> and occasionally when my girlfriend asks a question, I'll give her a quick, quote, shh, unquote, only if I'm already listening to something and don't want to miss what's being said. E.G., I was watching the Lakers game and the broadcaster began telling a story I was interested in. From a different room, my girlfriend asked something about the story as soon as it was beginning to be told. So I gave her a quick shh <laughs> so, so that I could hear the story without missing any more of it. This led to her complaining about the shushes and the whistles and led to a heated argument. Imagine that. <laughs> She says the shushes and the whistles are rude and I have to stop. I say not only are they polite and succinct, but it's rude of her to ignore my questions leading me to the whistle <clears throat> and rude of her to interrupt my already occupied ear holes leading me to <laughs> her. She says I need to respect her request because it's her emotions. I say she's searching for reasons to be upset and we need to be able to have conversations about this kind of stuff before I give up whistles and shooshes for the rest <laughs> of my life. She says I'm gaslighting her. A-I-T-A. Gentlemen? Oh, man. Pass. I, 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 first off, I, I'll tackle it. I, I, I'm used to pissing people off. Uh, I, I don't like the term gaslighting. Um, Giving our political climate that we have sworn to not dip our big toe into, uh, I'm not a fan of the term gaslighting. Um, 
it goes right up there with mansplaining to me. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, so uh, I'll say this though: if if his woman's asking him a question and he shushes her, that's rude. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying I've never done it, but it's rude when I do it, and it's rude when he does it. Uh, but I also think that it depends on how the shush happens. If if it's a situation where she sees that he's he's occupied, he's watching, he's listening to something, and and then she go ahead, she she commences to talk to him or ask him a question. I think the shush is is a little more acceptable than if she just kind of comes in and doesn't realize. Or he said yelled from the other room. Well, how is she knowing that he is? How does she know that he is preoccupied, that he's listening to something else? So, you know, I think maybe first off, in today's age, you just pause the TV and you you say, Hey, you know, can this wait or whatever? And then you go back to it. But the whistling, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I it seems to me like he it seems to me like he's frustrated with her about the same exact thing that she does to him. Or like he does to her what she does to him. Am I am I off in that thing? Yeah, he's he's it's like a I don't know, like go ahead, Brady. You're I'm stumbling over my words because I'm having a hard time. He's not self-aware. He he is accusing her of doing and he's complaining about what he's doing. That's so when he's distracted, he's she's watching Reddit, he's watching the Lakers game and he's trying she's trying to give his attention. Instead of whistling, she's just like, Honey, yeah, and then he responds with a um i find that if you i find that if you put your finger up and say shut 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 your mouth shut your mouth (laughs) shut shut, shut your mouth a la will ferrell um i find that works much better or or you could go with the dad on uh so i married an axe murderer (laughs) you knew it was coming do it shut it it. (laughs) shut it that goes well. The ladies love that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, what's, I, our, what's our Howard? Vote? Howard says that he needs to be self aware and do unto others applies. Yeah, I agree. He's 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 not very self aware, but I also think it's one yeah. of those things where w- this is my typical go to on these. Am, am I the asshole? Um, it. it it doesn't show a very strong relationship if this is like literally the breaking point. If this is like getting ready to end this relationship, it doesn't show a very strong relationship. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've been married almost 20 years, and if that is is on the verge of breaking them up, then they need to go ahead and break up and get each get tougher skin and and realize that, you know, and I'm sorry, but it's time to so say Todd, if that were the standard, you'd be on your fourth marriage by now. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I don't think any successful marriage could be that. As thin, would I. Thin. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get shushed oh. all the time. I, I've been known to shush. Every time I shush, I don't. I'm not accused of being a sexist jerk. And every time she shushes, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't accuse her of being whatever, you know. Uh, negative term t- t- towards her, towards her I could find, but I, it's just, it's part of just being in a relationship. They, I think there's oh. some self-aware issues and there's some also, uh, you know, I'm with I you. It's, like- mild, it's mildly annoying and annoying and annoying. Um, but as Todd says to be the uh, catalyst for a breakup, eh, might want to move on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I inadvertently whistled. It was a previous relationship I was in. And um, I thought the person she was wearing headphones or like earbuds or something. 
I was looking at because when I looked at her previously, she'd had the man. And I thought she still had the man. And I went, because of his time, like, don't whistle at me like I'm a pet. It's like, <laughs> sorry. I didn't yeah, mean to whistle. It's like, I was just like, I, I don't use this term and I don't like this term, but uh, that's, that's the, uh, that's when you definitely are talking to a Karen as the uh, young people call it these days. Yeah. Uh, I think that's an, I don't like that term. Cause I think it's an insult to all the Karens. I know that are really cool people. They're really uh, cool, but yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, that whatever term you give that person. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're fun at parties, Yeah, but I, I <laughs> <laughs> I think I always I was always jealous of those people that could do the you you know the whistle the real loud yeah, that, you know where, where yeah and it yeah, and it the echoes across the, the land yeah yeah now that might See, be annoying if ever, it, no if, if every time that. you wanted to get her attention or talk you did that <laughs> then maybe I could see that being annoying but if it's just a simple you know Howard <laughs> 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 <I, I> does. <laughs> Howard does bring up a good point there. It it, it does depend upon the venue. If if that happens in public, yeah, you're in tr- you're in trouble. You're in deep trouble. Yeah, yeah, yes. So to continue my thought, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get to, that's gonna get to beat down. That's not good. Yeah, so uh, Josh, Josh said that whistle is a family tradition to gather the kids. Now gathering the kids is one thing, but I mean to 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 your significant other, I mean that's it's like one of those Tarzan movie things that, that Tarzan try whistle to get things that rallies the animals that you want to summon. <laughs> so what what's the final verdict? Yay or nay? Uh, Ass, asshole or not? A little bit. No set. No no set. No set. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe not an asshole, but maybe a hemorrhoid. <laughs> like a mild annoyance, but I don't know. A hemorrhoid that can be treated yeah. with preparation H rather than surgery. I'm gonna kinda, I, I think they're both, like Todd said, null set, but the guy. We're losing Brady. Yes, we are. Brady, are you there? His eyes, are weird. His, his eyes are moving. His eyes are moving. It's like he's in all the house. It's, <laughs> it's like a creepy ass Mona Lisa painting. Oh well, uh, okay. So I, I think we have the verdict there. So I'm in the interest of fair play. Oh, there he comes. He's back. He's back. He's back. And, and the rest of his body's moving, not just his eyeballs. <laughs> That was creepy. That was very creepy. Yeah, you're back, kind of. Yeah, you're back. That hasn't happened. It's okay. I just want to make sure I'm okay. Only your eyeball. Maybe not. Yeah, you're you're there. You're there. Okay, so in the interest of fair play, we we did a am I the asshole for a for a uh, a male. Now, this is a question from a female. Title being AITA for refusing to teach my boyfriend to do basic childhood or uh, not childhood, basic household chores. Okay, so he, here's the deal. She's a 20 year old female. Boyfriend is a 24 year old male. We've been dating for a while and are thinking about moving in together. 
Right now, he still lives at home. I have my own apartment. The idea we'd find a bigger apartment together. Here's the problem. In a different conversation, he dropped, quote, I'd like to wear a nice shirt out, but I don't know if my mom has done laundry yet, unquote. I was surprised and asked him if his mom always did his laundry. That's how this conversation started. Turns out his mom does everything, and I do mean everything. He can't cook anything, doesn't know how to clean anything, never had to budget his money. I told him I didn't want to move in with him until he could at least do the basic things. I'm scared of taking on the teacher-slash-mom role in the relationship and not being able to escape it, if that makes sense. I told him that I enjoy cooking, and if he spends weekends here, I'd have no problem teaching him then but that he needs to learn the basics of cleaning somewhere else. And maybe we should wait a bit before getting an apartment together. He doesn't like that at all. He's annoyed that I don't trust him to learn these things and I don't want to teach him. So I must not care about him that much. I generally like him, but I'm pretty busy. I'd rather spend our time together hanging out than showing him how to vacuum or do laundry. Plus, I just don't enjoy taking on that role. AITA for not wanting to teach him and waiting or wanting to wait to move in until I know he can and will do some of those things. TLDR, boyfriend doesn't know how to do any chores, wants to move in together so I can show teach him. I don't edit. I suggested he ask his mom. He doesn't want to. He wants to move in together. Then we'll figure it out. That scares me. Edit number two. I think I might be an asshole just based on his reaction and not wanting to help someone seems asshole-ish. Edit three, going to sleep. Good Won't God. be replying to comments for a while, but thank you everyone who responded already. It's been helpful. So I, Chad, Chad McConaughey says, run. Man, I, I was on her side until she just kept rambling on about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, Honestly, all jokes aside, or all kidding aside, I I, I was on her side uh, until she used T L D W R or whatever. What does that mean? T L D R. I don't even know what that means. Sure. I don't know what that means. I yeah. Uh, again, um, I, this this is a common answer. If anyone has watched Am I the Asshole before, I typically say something like this. <sighs> You guys are too immature to be going to be thinking about a serious relationship. And I'll I'll preface that with if you're using TLDR or whatever that means as 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 a way to communicate with people, um, I, I think that furthers that uh, uh, my opinion on that. And it's, you know, she has a good point. She really does. But again, I I think it's just a matter of, you know, could you maybe try, maybe try showing him or something, you know, is I didn't hear in that that he's just refusing to do. She's basically saying he doesn't do all this stuff already. And and coming from someone who I will fully admit I was spoiled, uh, I still am to an extent. And, you know, but if she's saying that, hey, I don't want to show him this or I don't want, you know, he's refusing to do this is different than saying, I just don't feel like I want to take on that role to show him how or help him. I think that's two different things. I am interpreting this, um, you know, it, it's it, it doesn't seem like the guy doesn't want to learn exactly. I think what the guy doesn't want, it sounds like this girl kind of wants to give him a master's class where she lords over him, and this is how we fold. 
and this is how we clean the counter, and this is how we put away the socks. And I don't think he wants to. I, 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 do you hear that? Well, I hear with, her with not accent. being pleasant. I, I am again, not abused. I, I, I really do think she has a good point, and, and I think any anybody listening would, would realize that, okay, yeah. she's asking for him to carry his weight, which there's nothing wrong right. with that, but Absolutely. she also isn't giving him any chance to do so. I mean, unless I just – I'll be honest. I started nodding off a bit after her 14th uh, edit. Edit. But, but <laughs> he, she had a good point, but then by this whole thing, like, should I should I give him a chance? Should I, Yes, you should give him a chance if you – Otherwise, then then leave and, and don't even worry about it. But if you're not if you're considering whether you should give him a chance because of the way he's been raised, you know that's that's pretty bogus. I mean, if we all gave up on people from for how they were raised, then we would would be a pretty shitty society. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question: Is there anything in her life that she doesn't know how to do that he does? I'm sure. I'm sure. Um. So it, therefore the give and take of a relationship would theoretically speaking, say maybe he could teach her some things and she could teach him some things. Yeah. I bet she can't noodle a catfish. Oh, always three tied three sides to every story as the extreme album from 1991. Great album, by the way, album, very underrated album. Very. So I'm, I'm thinking the truth lies maybe somewhere in the middle. Maybe more towards her side, but somewhere in the middle. But do you do you feel like? Because what were they? Twenty four and twenty five? Was that no? Was that she the, was twenty, and he oh, was twenty four. Oh, yeah. Um, you know so that it, might explain the five edits. Yeah. Well, and I don't want I don't want to sound like an ageist. Um, but I I. <laughs> but you will. But I will. You no, will. I, but I'm just saying. I think you're you're okay, too young. Boomer. <laughs> you're too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, you're you're too young. Because again, like Eric said, it's it's give or take, it's give and take, and we're only hearing one side of this, which is the whole point of "Am I the asshole?" You don't yeah. want to hear the other side. But I, I really do think that any anybody would listen and say, "Yes, you have a point. You don't want, you know, you definitely want to make sure that he's contributing, and it's it's a it's a give take, it's a fifty fifty, whatever you want to call it." But she's not asking, you know, she's not saying, "I've tried everything I can. We've been together for three years or whatever." She's saying, "Hey, this is something I'm thinking about before." Be- becoming serious and i don't know if i want to help him become the person i want him to be i don't know it's right so i'm i'm disappointed that none of our female viewers or listeners have chimed in on either one of these stories because i thought for certain it would elicit a reaction kick the nest a little bit now howard says she is not an a-hole she sounds like a very intelligent person who needs to take out the trash and move on (laughs) Adam Bolander is incredulous that he can't run a vacuum. Now Adam can run a whole combine. This guy <laughs> a it, hey, this has come to mind. Like, it, she really gave general tasks that he didn't know how to do, but not specifically. You know, she didn't say run a vacuum. I mean, if he can't, I don't know. I'm waiting for Mel Allen to chime in. Um, <laughs> but, um, I love me some Mel Allen, by the way. But anyway, uh, it—they it, 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 didn't say vacuum. It didn't say du- it, like. Do we know exactly? Do we know like? Can he wash certain clothes on delicate cycle? 
and then hang them the proper way in steam iron. Like, are, are we getting real specific stuff or just like, it, hey, this guy doesn't know how to throw socks in a washer? It, it almost seemed like it was it was it was just as much a I don't know if he's going to be able to to complete tasks to my specs as much as it was a I don't know if he's going to be able to help out around the house. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. And again, I, it's I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying, not to, I'm trying not to sound like an old, uh, you know, fuddy duddy, an old fuddy duddy. But I, I just feel like if you're if you're, which defeats the purpose of the game. But if you're taking this to Reddit to ask other people's advice on you know whether you should give a person a chance or not, you're probably not ready to give that person a chance anyway. Um, yeah, good, good point, Chad. He doesn't. That is yeah. a good point. Yeah, but how old was he, Eric? Uh, he was 24. Okay. Say so there's not it's he he wouldn't be the first person in the early 20s or early 40s, 50s, 60s or 70s to not be able to budget their own money though. Um True. you know, so it's one of those things again is is he is he willing to learn? I think that's and they don't have to move in to get like they could work on the relationship. It, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing, but it sounds like she's kind of making it an all or nothing. Um Hell, man, I just don't have a good feeling either way. Like, she has her points, but unfortunately, I'm hearing a tone. And it's kind of like, I, I I don't know. It's just a certain vibe that I'm getting. And I'm I'm attaching a character to this. Like I said, the, you do not know how to fold these properly? You know? Now, ah, now, know. now, Howard made the comment that your voice of authority always defaults to a British accent. I did. I didn't take that as a British accent. I thought it was something Eastern European. It was a little, yeah, a little. I more... am not amused. My name is Helga. You must hold these yeah. towels properly. Is that better? <laughs> a little more uh, freaky deaky Dutch, uh, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. So here is the female perspective. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Amber. She's really serious about him. She would give him the chance to learn. If she isn't, then she should move on. Yeah, I wisdom. agree. Yeah, yeah, some U.S. Navy wisdom right there. And some Amber wisdom. Yeah, I, so. I, I feel like one thing I would like to point out to our listeners is, you know, we we kind of made a pact that we would not, we would never get too serious with this. Uh, that's why we don't talk politics. That's why we don't talk, you know, we don't get into religion. We don't get into things that are that are highly debatable. We or, talk you know, about or, jumping or, maggots. Yeah, but this is probably the closest we get to getting our, as Brady would say, our, uh, uh, how do you put it, Brady, our, our, our ruffle. Our dander uh, up. Our dander up, yeah. This is probably as close to we as we get to getting our dander up. Wouldn't you? Would you guys agree that am I the asshole kind of yes. tends to – Bring out a little more emotion than a little dander, but it's never serious. It's never yeah. serious. I I don't take sides on this. Um, so uh, Becky McConaughey says she had two kids by the age of twenty four, so he needs to get on with it. Kudos, Becky. Valid point. Yeah, valid point. I I didn't get to be a dad till I was in forties. Thank God, because at twenty four, ah, uh, that would have yeah, been I, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, to his know, room in his mommy's basement and has seen the filth and mess he makes. <laughs> you're talking now, that to that is a ultimate. point. There might be, yeah, that 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 there could be something that we don't know. So, but you're 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 talking to a uh, one of uh, to the king of the uh, 
the late bloomers in myself as far as that goes. I, uh, you know, you're looking at a guy who didn't, you know, figure out what he wanted to be until he was in his 30s. So, uh, you know, I, I, I just, again, I feel like if you're saying it, you're, you're not willing to give this guy a chance and at least talk to him. I mean, she, as far as I'm taking it, she's never even talked to him. She's never even, you know, asked him what he's willing to, to do. She's going, most she's of the things thinking on Reddit, most of the things she's talking about wouldn't even, you know, probably are things that he would pick up pretty easily. But, well, I yeah. had, had, has she asked him? Because it seemed like she had, and oh, maybe he wasn't interested. I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that. yeah. That's that's some context that's pretty important. If she yeah. she spoke to him, and she's kind of you know, the same thing she's taken to Reddit. If she's taken to him, and he's like, nah, I'm just not interested in it. Then then you know she needs to move on. But if maybe it's a matter, she needs to move in with Reddit. <laughs> if she's sizing him up based on how his mom raised him, uh, you know, yeah. The, uh, the old a, the old rule of thumb: if you think you should, you should. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be a lot of helicopter parents out there who uh, who are probably aren't going to like the, her her decision there. <laughs> Howard still doesn't more power to you, Howard. You, yeah. Age is just a number, my friend. Indeed, it is. All right, so that's topic number two. Can we do one. We got time to do one more, don't we? Mine will be short tonight. Oh, okay. Let's sure. do one more. Sure. Let's, let's do one that let's do one that doesn't uh, get us, uh, you know, get our significant others pissed off at us. <laughs> Nothing gender specific. Well, yeah. I, can we? I, I told situational. you. Yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, it was in the interest of uh, fair play here. I did one of each. Speaking of which. Okay. So here's a good one. Here's a good one. I mean, we're, we're all parents here. AITA. For making my son give up these signifiers of wealth at school, aka designer clothes and sneakers being driven in nice cars, because he was making fun of kids for being less wealthy than us. So here's the scenario. Yep. I'm a mother to a teenage boy. The father is hardly in the picture. He pays child support, and that's about it. He is very absent otherwise. Another relevant thing, I'm pretty well off. I work in tech. My son's father is extremely wealthy, and the court order for child support is enough to pay for the best for my son. He goes to a fairly competitive private school, is in a lot of extracurriculars. It costs a decent bit, etc. I found out from school administration just this month that my son has been bullying several students for being less wealthy, for being dropped off at school in a budget sedan, for having name brand clothes that are not as expensive as other name brands, I was appalled by his behaviors. I had to talk with him about how wrong this was and also about how it's not something he should have any personal pride in. He has no job, no savings, no investments, no wealth of his own. By total random chance, he happened to be born into good circumstances, and that's it. The school administration and I arranged an apology between him and all the kids he was bullying. I also decided this year that we're thrift shopping for clothes, no more brand name sneakers or clothes. Rather than driving him to school and activities in the Porsche or the Jaguar, Jaguar, wow. I'm, dri- I'm driving him everywhere in my 92 Jeep that was one of my first cars that I mostly keep around for nostalgia and off-roading. It's really beaten up. I've rolled it, taken off the doors, tried to fix the paint with rattle cans at one point, young and dumb at that point. And What's for a rattle uh, can, like spray paint. Oh, oh, oh that's right. got it. I, thought, I pictured like cans hanging off the door. Yeah, rattling too. 
And for any activity he joins, he can borrow club equipment instead of getting his own bought. He was really upset about it all, especially being driven to school and activities in the Jeep. He said <laughs> that it was causing problems with his friends. He was looking bad at school. His friend's parents didn't want their kids getting in such an old vehicle with no doors. He also said it was embarrassing for him, for me to pretend, to pretend he's poor. His dad, who overall has been very absent, got upset with me because apparently word had gotten around his circles that his son was being driven around town in a, quote, junker, unquote, and that I was making him use the club gear for sports instead of his own. And that was not a fair punishment because, quote, impressions matter, unquote, and it will affect the rest of his life. AITA for having this approach to parenting my son who was bullying kids for being poor. I don't buy him new designer things or drive him places in luxury cars anymore. We shopped at thrift stores. And if I'm taking him to school, I drive a car from 92. I think that she's an excellent mom on 85% of that. Thank you. Yeah, on eighty-five percent of that, this isn't black, black or white. This is there's a lot of gray area here. Yeah, I am guessing that he is taking on some of his dad's personality a little bit. So this is a little bit of, um, you know, might have been something that's been instilled in him from an early age. It's rearing its ugly head. That does not make him any less than a jerk. What he was doing was being a major butthead, and hearing it roiled me a little bit. But um, the only thing I'm going to disagree with her about a little, one and a half things, the club gear, um, you know, I, I don't know what he's participating in, but, you know, do we want the kid like not to have, you know, his own shoes, hat, like, you know, I don't know what that is, what that constitutes, um, it, you know, it would be okay if they were playing polo and he's using the stables horse. All right. But if he's having to use, uh, do you see where I'm going with this? Like swimwear. I, I don't know what he's participating in. Club that swimwear. might get a little bit murky here. That, that gets a little murky. I don't know what it is, I, but uh, th this is a tough one. I, you know, yeah. I, I agree with Brady. I, I think there, there are some things, you know, there are some things I think that she's doing a great job on, but there, Eric, could you go back to the part where she says, um, she knocks the dad a couple times and talks yeah. about how he's, he's not around absent, absent, which, which is, is obviously we all know that, that that's in many ways, in most ways, that's him not being around is, is more harmful than the help that his, his, uh, monetary contribution. Right. But what, did, what did it say about the dad is well off? And what did it say after that? Uh, son's father stream extremely wealthy. Court order for child support is enough to pay for the best for my son. Okay, so so in one hand, she's later on that dad got upset because he heard around his circles that son was being driven to school in a junker. Okay, so the the first place I would blame would be would be the kid. Um, you know for being a jerk and for, and for making fun of anyone who is, uh, he, he deems lesser than, but I'm guessing up to this point, there was no problem in the arrangement with the, the wealthy dad's money, um, providing him the finer things or whatever it said up until this point. So 
uh, you know, it, I, I think it's uh, I think it's kind of wrong to blame just the dad. I think she said in there that he's he's she's worried that he's going to be like the dad or start acting like the dad. Um, you know, she didn't have to be accepting, uh, you know, whatever it was that was providing all of these things for him, the, the wealthy life for this kid, um, because it sounds like it went above and beyond basic needs of of what he needs to, you know, she close. kind of helped create this monster. That, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I, the only problem I have with what she's doing is the fact that she's trying to place guilt on someone else rather than accepting any of it herself. I think she's doing a great job of making him aware that, you know, hey, no matter how much money you have, you're no better than anyone else. But then again, again, I'm guessing that the money wasn't an issue up until this boy decided to be a, a jerk, you know, a jerk, which again, he's, he's a typical, you know, everybody makes mistakes and kids can be that way. We all know that. But but I just have a real problem with the way, yeah, you know, kind of she's trying to place blame and. It's probably not going to help much if she's not ref- if she's not willing to accept some of the blame herself. So, uh, you know, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, if if she she's clearly showing now that she didn't need the wealthy dad's money this whole time, or at least above and beyond what what your typical food, room, board, things like that that he would be providing for. It sounds like it was much more than that. Um, she's showing now that she doesn't need it, so maybe it's a good lesson for both of them to learn that. You know, if this if this dad's a jerk and he doesn't want it to have anything to do with his kid, then you know, don't accept his his above and beyond money is and, and and you know use it use it to drive whatever caused this kid to think he was superior to everyone else. So, a perspective from the audience here. First of all, Howard says definitely not an a hole. He's being son's being a douche. Needs to be brought down a to earth. A douche. Douche. And once he's in touch with reality, he needs to earn his things back. Well said, Howard. I like that. Well yeah. uh, Chad says he drove a Chevette that was his mom's, had to rumble the bus to school, which he later said was ride, not rumble, although I think rumbling the bus probably applies. So he's probably not a good person to ask. Now, Howard says his response comes from the perspective of a poor, not destitute kid who is made fun of, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, I mean, certainly I, we can get perspective here from yeah, I, who may have lived that. Plus, I think there's, I think this is like an onion. This, this whole uh, layers session I, because because I, I do think that she did a great job of, you know, of, of realizing that her son was the bully in this aspect and this in this case and setting out to do something about it. And you know, when when many many times uh, people don't want to admit that they're their child is the one who is the you know being you know as the bully and not the one being bullied but um you know again i i think that i think the whole idea is is that this seems like this reddit post is just as much a lashing out to the to the dad as it is a cry for help for how to how to help manage this situation with our son um i've got a little bit of different perspective not perspective but a different take on this um you know I think when she was with the father, I mean, she said herself that she drives the Porsche or the Jaguar. Hey, Porsche and a Jaguar. Jaguar. So the Jaguar. I. I Yeah, she's not going to. Yeah, she's not going to accept any responsibility for this kid. Right, and and like being being that's ostentatious. I'm. Trust me, if I had, I, I would like to have one of these nice cars, like one 
but to have a fleet of a Jaguar and a Porsche. You said it wrong again. Not, Jaguar. Yes, sorry. <laughs> and um, and you know, Jeeps aren't cheap. Uh, as a person that was in the auto market this summer, you know, a, a Jeep is not a an, an expensive vehicle at the moment. They're kind of a trendy thing that's you know supply and demand. That being said, I think from birth, when this kid hit preschool, he was probably wearing, you know, uh, you know, you, you know what I'm getting at here. That this kid yeah. wasn't, they weren't even shopping at Dillard's. They were shopping at Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom's, you know, and I think she probably laid this foundation. Um, and then she cre- realized she's creating a monster. Just because people have wealth and they like nice things does not make them a-holes. They could turn into them, though, and this kid was turning into one. So I think what has happened is that, you know, and there was something that I kind of latched on there. I'm going to feel for the kid on one little thread here. Um, I don't buy it at all that people are afraid to ride with him because there's no doors, hogwash. I I know the you know, I'm aware of people in Jeep culture, those doors being off is like a sign of pride. It's part of the whole thing. So don't well, give me that. That was stupid. Now, now that no, <laughs> the parents were afraid for their kids to ride in a vehicle with no door. Hogwash. I don't buy that at all. But there's one thing he said I do feel some sympathy for. It says that um, appearances matter. Okay, now, and, and I'm not meaning to project. I think if a kid that's like going to CCD, Cincinnati Country Day, and all of a sudden, the, the, there is an appearance and a face forward, and appearances matter. You know, these kids are looking like toward future connections and everything. Now, I don't think anybody in their future job market is going to remember when mom busted them down a notch and made them earn back their things. But to a 16 year old or a 15 year old, when they're so self centered at that point, it probably seems like that to the kid at that moment. Like it's a, it's a life ending disaster. So, well, and, and I want to go back sorry. to what you said a little bit ago, the mom drives a, what'd you say? A, a Porsche and a Jaguar and a Jaguar. So she's expected to be taken seriously when she's driving a Porsche and, and not knocking anyone that, you know, I, I am not a, I, everybody knows me, knows my political beliefs, knows everything. I don't believe in punishing someone for being successful. So I, I don't care if she owns, a hundred Porsches or a hundred Jaguars. Right. But, but this kid is supposed to take her serious when she's driving a portion of Jaguar off. What did she say? She worked in tech and does okay. Well, and, and not only that, but she goes to the extent of saying, I have a Porsche and a Jaguar, yeah. not yeah. just saying I have two luxury vehicles. So, so status is pretty important to her too. Yes. Yeah. Status is important to her too. She mentions that she does. Okay. I think is how she worded it. Uh, X, X is, is very wealthy. Um, I'm not going to assume that the X paid for the cars. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. That really doesn't even matter to me, but I, I, I'm just thinking that there's other ways this kid could learn this lesson. Maybe by, maybe by having him volunteer at a, you know, you maybe him Homeless working shelter. with, yes, working with people who are underprivileged and things like that. But I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm not an expert. I have two kids of my own that, you know, it doesn't make me an expert, but I know that your actions speak louder than words. And I know that, uh, you know, by making him do things, those are his actions, but your words. And 
your actions are still you're driving a portion of Jaguar and telling people on Reddit that you drive a portion of Jaguar. So I'm having a hard time believing that she's leading by example. Um, I think she's uh, I, I think she's pissed and I think she's rightfully rightfully so. But I again, I think there are other ways to teach him uh, the value of a dollar and to teach him, uh, you know, how to not be a jerk. But I, I, I think that he's I think humility. He just needs yes. to not be a butthole. Exactly, but in many ways, I think he's uh, he's acting. He's he's mirroring what he what he sees. So I, I've left this comment up here for a while, and because I would be remiss, and Joe Heather would be remiss if I didn't say it, that I was almost a victim of asphyxiation in Joe Heather's vehicle, driving from Sardinia to Moorhead because there was a hole in the floorboard and uh, fumes came up through the floorboard. But I was happy for the ride. <laughs> it was yeah. all good i mean shoot you rode in my pinto eric i did ride in your and then well that and that's not even the worst of it i rode in that yeah. blue thing too that almost killed me that blue thing well yeah well, hey we, we were haughty around my parts we had a we had i had a vehicle named after an animal too i had a lynx and a pinto <laughs> so a pinto is, it's a horse it's oh. a horse i'm thinking it's a bean not the bean well, that too <laughs> looked like oh, a bean okay. named after a horse. Okay, uh, Becky says, uh, "Good for the mom." Too many times, parents do not believe their children or child is bullying others. She recognized it. Has she gone overboard? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dennis says, I, it, "Old dad is around. He's in the kid's head now. The mother's trying to correct a bad situation the best way she can." Will says uh, he loves it. She recognizes it. Took action. What she is doing with the extra money saved from child support doesn't know. Maybe dad is more angry because he thinks she's pocketing the money and not using mm. it for the kid. No doubt he's a jerk, though. I, I, you know, great point, Becky, about the, uh, you know, we were talking about the fact that she's willing to accept that her kid is being the jerk and being the bully here. Um, and to the last, uh, was it Will? Who was it? Um, yeah, Will. Whoever mentioned that. Uh, that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't claim to know what people's, uh, you know, annual salaries are, but. But when you say I do okay in the tech world, I don't know that that typically equals a portion of Jaguar. I don't know. Uh, so, um, can I make a comparison? Have you ever seen those celebrity breakups, or uh, like when a like a professional athlete or somebody is um, married to somebody that's not famous? So um, they demand, you know, um, like three hundred thousand dollars a month child support. Um what it's kind of like i can maybe imagine one of those situations a little bit where we all know that it doesn't take three hundred thousand dollars a month to support a child i wish i made three hundred thousand dollars in a year i wish i made three hundred thousand dollars in six years decade but that being said (laughs) you know um it's all relative though yeah it's all relative So, um, I think she is doing a wonderful job. I don't want this to make it sound like I'm yelling at this woman. I'm not, but, um, and she's recognizing that the kids being a butthead and she's probably panicked a little bit because she's probably panicked a little bit and surprised and, 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 you know, and, and again, I feel for her. Um, but I just think that this is a good lesson for all of us parents. I mean, you know, we, we, we're so quick to blame and, and not be willing to accept any, any, responsibility ourselves mm-hmm. and I, I just can't help to think again i go back to this when you're driving a portion of jaguar and I, I can't help to think that she hasn't rubbed off a little bit on her on her kid and the dad is like is, has rubbed off on the kid as well I, I think the kid probably has a good bit of both of them in his yeah. actions because i mean i know what 
pain. I would do to my child. Howard says here. What, Eric? Howard says dad seems to be paying but not staying. That's yeah, yeah good point. Good you know, and uh, I always feel like in these these segments, Eric, that you push out here for us, I always feel like it would be such a it would be much more helpful if we could hear from every party. Um, you know, the people's court. Well, yeah, like I want to hear from the son. I want to hear from the dad. I kind of want to hear everybody's uh, everybody's perspective. Yeah, but unfortunately, that doesn't we happen. Want to take depositions in our AITA court. To, yeah. To be lighthearted here, I could see the kid going on cameras like, and and he would sound like this. He would. His name is probably Chauncey, and um, <laughs> it'd be like, "My mom is so unfair. I cannot drive in the Porsche. She made me drive in the Jeep. I'm eating. You sound a little bit like Buddha. Uh, you sound a little bit like the the fake dad in Ferris Bueller. It's like, yeah, like this a cross is George between Pearson? Thurston Howe and George Peterson. <laughs> George Peterson. Hey, mom, you're an a-hole. Uh, Chad says the community service idea is a great idea. Becky needs a Porsche, although I beg to differ because Becky said he was going to divorce him if he got any of those cars he had pictured in his uh, status the other day. Uh, Joe Heather Arnett said, I never died. We covered the hole in pop, and I never died from drinking the pop either. So. I, when I read Joe Heather's comment on my phone, uh, I, I'm old school. I don't like the big phones because they don't. I thought it said. You never died. We covered it in poo. That's, That's what, what I, I thought, thought it said. said. Did you think it said that too? I thought it yeah. said that too because I, I, my eyes got up. Well, popped. Well, I kind of went. But here's the sad part. Like I, I see this. I read, you never died. We covered it in poo. And I didn't bat an eye. I thought, well, it's Brown County. It very well could have been covered in poo. Any given night, you miss a curve and you end up in a field covered in cow shit. I mean, it's, it could happen. <laughs> he would have been thankful to have the Jeep on that night to get him out of that situation. Especially no if our friends were driving, the possibility of that was very great. <laughs> I have bovine excrement on my Porsche. Speaking now, from someone who's actually had cow feces on his car, splattered over his car, uh, uh, from, oh. from uh, you know, uh, a car accident. Uh, it's, Did you hit I, a cow? Well, you know the story. I didn't hit a cow. Now, I wanted you to tell the story. That's why oh, I prompted. It, well, my my uh, my lovely wife of almost twenty years, um, she she didn't just hit a cow; she hit several cow. Uh, <laughs> she hit cattle, and uh, and um, yeah, she barreled into uh, these cows. Actually, I, I won't go into the whole story. It wasn't her fault at all. I I, I would rat her out if it was, but uh, it wasn't. Uh, there was someone bright lighting us, and we couldn't see the. The, the herd of cattle that were crossing the road and she hit the herd of cattle and Hence needless to say right lighting you one of them uh one of them uh, landed on our hood and uh i heard it oomph when it hit and uh and then uh yeah and uh so long story short she totaled my car and killed five cow cow five 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 died um and uh she had many many dominoes she had many many weeks of of uh uh cow nightmares cow mares and uh yeah so it was it was rough all the way around it was rough all the way around you don't comment like did your husband have a beef with your wreck yeah well it's a cattle cattle drive (laughs) 
the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is like that every November, that post on Facebook pops up my memories and to see everybody making the, the, the jokes. I remember Darren said something about uh, T-boning and like there was there were there were all kinds of, uh, Utter disaster. of cattle humor. And, and, and here's the funny part. And, and say you might she might get pissed for me t- saying this, but like I'm getting these posts on Facebook while I hear her like in the other room, like crying because she's still upset and shaken from this wreck. And I'm like, I don't know whether to laugh or like listen to uh, go go help her or like shush her or whistle at her so I can uh, <laughs> so I can read the 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 cattle comments uh, the bovine jokes not both yeah bovine jokes uh, but anyway yeah so the good news about that was is is we had an SUV and they said had we been in a in a smaller car we would probably both be dead because uh, the cow the big cow that she hit uh, stopped just before our windshield and they said had it been a lower car it would have probably come through the windshield. And the sheriff deputy actually said the last call he'd been out on for a, a, a farm animal uh, hit by a car. The person, unfortunately, did pass away. So we were very blessed, and uh, yeah. it's kind of fun to go look back, but it's uh, very sad for the for the cows that didn't make did it. Did she lay on the horn? So we, could, <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was too fast. It was. It happened too fast. So yeah. So if I get in trouble for telling that story, uh, maybe I need to put out an "Am I the asshole?" out there for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this will be a uh, personal A I T A the next time. Cal jokes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we're on to topic three. All right, so I promised a short one, a shorten. You know, I got to thinking the other day. I don't know what brought it up, but I we were talking. You know, we were texting back and forth some ideas for topics or whatever, and. Uh, and I got to thinking about a topic that uh, of my ute from my ute, and thinking about my bedroom, and thinking about the posters that I had on my wall. And so I thought it'd be funny to t- fun to talk about what posters we had on our walls, maybe to get some uh, you know some people chiming in about what posters they had on their walls. Uh, and I also thought we could maybe back it up in case you didn't have posters on your walls. Looking back, who did you admire that you would have liked to have their posters on your wall? So, uh, what do we think? What what posters do we have, Brady? I know you had posters on your wall. I Eric, did. I'm not sure if you did or not. I had a few. Um, Go ahead, Brady. Um, I had two police posters. Not uh, the as band, in, as in, as in, <laughs> uh, the, the, as in uh, Deputy Ralph Foltz. <laughs> yeah. Signed and autographed our better alley. All of our years on Sardinia, that's the only Sardinia police officer I could think of. And it, that was probably way before my time, and I'm not sure he was ever a deputy. I just it just sounded good. I don't know. Yeah, it it just it's Sardinia history. I'm pretty sure um, he was a deputy. Um that I had a black light police, it was the Zenyata Mandata album cover in black light. Um I had a Prince Purple Rain poster. And I had a um, okay. Let me make sure I get this right. Heather Thomas poster. Ooh, yeah. Locklear or Thomas? Thomas. Heather Thomas. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. Uh, I'm not asking if, oh. if what your poster was. I'm asking for a preference. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. T.J. Hooker. Or- Adrian Smed. Adrian's mid. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, the, those are my posters, and um, 
So, so Heather Thomas, right? Is that what you said? Yes. Heather Thomas. Paul Guy? Paul Guy, yes. Paul Guy. Yes. Yeah. Lee Majors? No, I did not have Lee Majors poster on my wall. <laughs> Six million dollar man? Actually, I had a six million dollar man fan club sticker so, on my door. So, so you did have Lee Majors wear sort of, sort of, in an autographed picture of the TV show SWAT. SWAT. Hang on a minute. So, and an and is and is and Howard and saying and he and also and had a Heather Thomas pink bikini from Fall Guy poster, or was he the one saying that? Ooh. Brady, did you have that same poster? Ooh. Ooh. I, yeah, that the, the, at Spencer's that was like one of the number one sellers. And I actually think I bought that for one of my friends for Christmas too. And and Linda Liming allowed you to have that on your wall. She was a police officer. Uh, <laughs> Lin- Linda was a police I'm officer. Kidding. Heather Thomas. No, I, I was oh. just trying to. I, 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 <laughs> well, my mom did lay down the law a few times, but um, I, uh, uh, Becky chime. Becky McConaughey says, "Ralph Macchio, please don't block me." Uh, <laughs> never. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Ralph Macchio and the Karate Kid and the Outsiders. We went so he poetically. Now, Brandy had you, a life size poster of Hulk Hogan. Brother, who did? Yo, brother. Becky's uh Becky's sister Brandy. Oh, I gotcha. So I was going to ask Becky the the Ralph Macchio poster. Was it uh, was it a get up from one of his movies? Was he was he in his uh, Korean kids <laughs> or was he in his denim from, from the Outsiders? Or was it like a poster from Tiger Beat? Ooh, yes, Tiger Beat. I I uh, I'll run down my posters real quick while we while we take. Your Heather had Cindy Lauper. Cindy Cindy uh, Joe Heather, I interesting story real quick here. I a couple years back uh, went to see Rod Stewart at Riverbend, uh, and if my wife were on here, she would have a, a a kind of get back at me story from the cow story. I the Rod Stewart concert. I ended up having the time of my life. I I just went to hang have fun with my friends and ended up being one of the best concerts ever. Didn't realize how many songs that man had that I knew. But Cindy Lauper opened for Rod Stewart, and she was fantastic as well. So. So uh, still have that Cindy Lauper poster. Becky says Karate Kid movie poster, Karate Kid one, two, or three. Or well, three didn't Kid have Ralph Macchio. Yeah, three did. Yeah, three did. We sure yeah. did. The, there was it the one with the, the girl that was kind of, yes. The next Karate Kid was the one with the, the next uh, what was her uh, name? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Swank. Yeah. So my posters, I had a life size, and when I say life size, I don't just mean height. I mean it it, Girth. it was huge. Rock and Roll Express poster. <laughs> it was a grower, not a show. <laughs> and uh, huge Rock and Roll Express. I mean, first off, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson from the Rock and Roll Express life size weren't that big, so it was it was bigger than life size. I would say it was seven feet tall by five feet wide. I mean, it was a huge poster. Wow. I had a I had a life size Road Warriors poster. Uh, actually, Road Warrior Animal just passed away here recently, Brady. I know that Sky was a, point. a hard yeah. hit. Uh, that would be the sheep herders, Eric, what you were just doing. The, uh, yeah. yeah the, right. uh, I had a life-size Larry Bird Bird's poster right. that I hung on my ceiling. Don't judge me. <laughs> I had a life-size Michael Jordan poster with the actual uh, uh, height chart you know, measurements on the side, which I you know, <laughs> stood up to yeah. many a time feeling uh, inferior. <laughs> I had a an Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Randy Rhodes, the, the the cover of the tribute album. Uh, 
I had a Led Zeppelin poster. I had a Michael. I had two Michael Jackson posters. One of them he had on the Beat It gear or Get Up, and one of them he had on a yellow sweater and white pants. Uh, I don't. It was a sweater vest. <laughs> Shut up, Eric. <laughs> it was uh I don't know why it's funny. The man never wore that in his life except for posing for that poster, and of course I had it. I can imagine like one of those ugly Christmas sweat, like it Jackson. was just it was a it was a it was like a baby chicken yellow uh sweater vest. <laughs> and uh and, why? and then he had a white jeans. Why? And he had his glove on. Why? Why? That's what he was singing in that poster. Uh, uh, Chad asked how big my room was. I didn't have these all at the same time. Uh, I was wondering. That's a great question. Yeah, but but again, I made room by putting the Larry Bird poster on my ceiling. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) to finish it up, I had a I had a blacklight poster, Brady, but I don't remember uh, what it was. I just remember having one. And my female poster, I had a Missy Hyatt poster. Oh, uh, Missy! You remember Missy Hyatt, Hyatt from yes. NWA, WCW wrestling? Oh yeah, uh, Eric. If you if you would, will you uh, Google Missy Hyatt poster? Um, I will. And the her- Ralph Macchio poster that Becky had too. I want to see that one. Um, Missy Hyatt. I bet she's going to come up with a sparkly cocktail dress in her big hair because that was Missy Hyatt. I thought she was quite the cat's meow. <laughs> so what was yeah. what was she wearing in the poster talk missy hyatt uh, uh this is going to go with what joe heather arnett says i have a, a very good memory i actually do except for remembering what i'm supposed to do day to day or what i did yesterday i have a great memory from uh, my ute but she had on a, a white uh bikini bottom and a red t-shirt oh i'm looking for the proper poster here I, I, I'm okay if you show the improper one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't find the one you're talking about. Just oh, bring him no, to see Hyatt. Oh. Are, are you sure you didn't have those colors reversed? I might have had them reversed because I, I did find this one. We're talking thirty thirty years ago, thirty two years ago. Missy Hyatt. That's it. That's the poster I had. No, that's what I said. Didn't I say white bikini bottom and red shirt? No, I did. Yeah. I thought you said red bikini bottom and white shirt. No, sir. That's her pro wrestling illustrated t-shirt. Can you zoom in or? Yeah. Can you zoom in? (laughs) Yeah. Can you zoom in? (laughs) No, no, I can't. Okay. Okay. So that's that, but that is the action. That is the exact poster I had. It was a uh, uh, your typical what uh, three by what was a poster size back then, um, or was it five? that one? No, it was the one before. I think that's a page from a magazine. It looks like. Yeah, uh, Howard says that Missy Hyatt dated Jason Harvey from the Wonder Years. Uh, that's amazing. I, I did not know that. So uh, speaking of wow. some comments from the audience, uh, Kelly Liming with Sean Cassidy and Duran Duran. My sister had a nice. Sean Cassidy poster. Uh, Chad with Magic Johnson and Kareem. And Man, Chad that. was a Lake. Chad was a Laker fan. Yeah, and which the, means that, we would have been sworn enemies as a as a Boston Celtics fan during the eighties. And Becky said it was Karate Kid one. She thinks. Wow. 
Uh, right, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Ooh, exactly. was he wearing a cardigan? Uh, all right. So my posters. Pull over. Yeah, I pull over. Um, I did have uh, Huey Lewis in the news, the sports oh, yeah. album cover. Nice, nice. Hugh um, in the new. Hugh Hugh in the new. Um, what else do I have? Seemed to be the only one I can really remember. I wasn't big into posters. I purposely, I purposely made a subcategory because I didn't think you were into posters. So looking back, whose poster would have you liked to have had on your wall? <clears throat> Phoebe Cates. Oh, yes. Hobia. Hobie. Yes. Cates. <laughs> um, guys, I, and I'm not. I saw a picture of Phoebe Cates. Um, is it, it was like a poster. And she was just wearing a swimsuit. Like it, it is striking just how incredible she was. <laughs> you know, Indeed. you know, there's some older, some actresses from back in the day. It's like, well, you know, that doesn't age well. The hair's out of stop. That Phoebe Cates, that she's roll tied to this day. Yep. Yep. Well, I recently watched fast times at Ridgemont high again, and this is a whole, I think we've talked about this, but this could be a whole, this could be a topic. The idea of movies that couldn't – have we talked about movies that couldn't be made today that were made? Yeah. Have we done that? Believe it. Yeah, we've done that. There's nothing about Fast Times that could be made into a movie now. No. no. Sadly, no. which again, I, 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 this is going to ruffle our feathers or whatever Brady says again. But um, it should be able to be made now, but it couldn't be made now. Well, and, but the thing is, honestly, it's probably more true to life now in 2020 than it was, I mean, just for regular people. Like yeah. even out here, yeah. But it's it's still like when you watch it. Like a lot of those movies don't hold up. That movie still holds up. It's just a great, great movie. Um, but yeah, Phoebe Cates. Uh, who'd she marry? Kevin Klein. Kevin yes, Klein, uh, according to yeah. Howard, there Kevin down. Klein, which yep. Kevin Klein definitely outkicked his coverage there. Oh, he he outpunched <laughs> well, his no, mate I, last. I will. I'll chime in and, and take up for Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein was a handsome dude. Uh, well, I mean, he was I'm not saying much that, older. I'm saying much he's, older. Well, he's much older and he's, he's kind of normal looking guy. I mean, he's not, I mean, Phoebe Cates, come on. He's not Sean Cassidy. Phobia Cates. <laughs> uh, Barry Sanders, according to Obia. Craig Smith there. So what other, I have uh, a debate going, I have a I, debate going with uh, Craig. I don't know who Craig, Craig, I'm not sure. I know Craig Smith, but um, thanks for chiming in. Uh, but I have a debate going that Craig would probably like to partake in with a buddy of mine, a friend of ours who uh, I, I was an Emmett Smith fan. Uh, this particular friend was a Barry Sanders fan, and we constantly have a debate back and forth who was a better running back. So Barry Sanders, I bet Craig Smith, I bet Craig Smith would like to chime in. Barry Sanders, I say Emmett Smith. Barry Sanders. I'm guessing Craig's going to say. I'm Barry guessing Sanders. Craig's going to say Barry Sanders. Well. Sorry, Barry you guys Sanders. have been wrong before. I mean, Barry Sanders did what he did behind a flat-out garbage line. I mean, come on. The lines. Yeah. Lines. So I, I don't think that's even a question. Yeah. Although, oh, I mean, a question. It's, it's a question. But, I mean, Emmett Smith, I mean, he lasted a long time because he had such a great offensive line in front of him. Throw it back to posters. Now, Howard said Marcus Allen. I don't know if Howard's <laughs> chiming in. Marcus Allen is a better running back, or he won that poster. Well, he had a poster on his wall. Um, Debbie Harry. Oh, Debbie a, Harry. A, a fifth grade or Debbie sixth Harry. grade me would have loved Debbie Harry on my wall. 
Miss under what? Miss Miss Deborah, if you're nasty. <laughs> um, let me see. I there was something I had in my mind. It flew right out of my ear. I, Aaron, mean, I can't imagine you wouldn't have sticks posters on your wall. Well, you know what? I didn't d- really discover sticks until they were already broken up. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you discovered them. Yeah, it it was a thing of. Gee, I like that song. Gee, I like that song. Gee, I like that song. And the same band sung them all, but it were different singers. That's what but, I discovered. Well, and I guess when I guess I'm thinking back to the about the time you I think you were the one who introduced me to Sticks, or at least got me got me into Sticks. I'm trying to think that w- I would have probably still been in prime poster hanging demographic yeah. at the time. I guess you would have been out of that at that point. Yeah, maybe. I had an Eddie Van Halen poster where I would play my guitar at. <laughs> this weekend poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that song just jogged a memory. I think I did have, did I have a Johnny Bench poster. Maybe I had a Johnny Bench poster. Sky Point to Joe Morgan. Exactly. Man, it, it's been a rough several months for baseball Hall of Famers, let me tell you. Lost Joe Morgan this past I- week. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, I I was just thinking, I think I had a Charles Barkley poster, too, now that I think about sure, it. Well, that, that's odd, rebound. Can, considering yeah. you're uh, like the Celtics. I was a Barkley fan. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, well, I mean, like I said, I had a Jordan poster, too. I, you know, I Celtics fan, but basketball, you know, this could be also another topic. I mean, to me, there hasn't been better basketball than there was in the 80s uh, since. But um, I seem to remember having a Charles Barkley poster, which I think it was life size. I had a lot of life size posters, which were they were popular there for a while. Every poster you bought of a of a basketball player or was it was a life size poster. And I think the great the the fun thing about that poster was it really gave you an idea that Charles Barkley was not near as big as what he was uh, advertised. Guess, advertised. Yeah. The man the probably wasn't six. I say this as a as a short dude, but the man probably wasn't uh, an inch over six four. Well, he was advertised. He six, played, six, wasn't he? But six I, six, I, I think he was advertised. I think he was more like six four. Um, you, you know, then I can't think of very many players like that who were advertised. A lot of them advertised a little smaller in the in, in the pro leagues. I mean, you know, uh, of course, Kobe Bryant. I think was advertised as bigger than what he than what he was, and the way you kind of can see Paul that is Hogan. you see him. Yeah, yeah. But if you see Kobe standing next to LeBron. Yep. He was what? Hulk Hogan was he, labeled as seven feet tall and he was probably about six eight. And after his spinal compression, he actually shrank to like six six. True story. Interesting. All right. Uh good topic number three. And uh good show. Kind of went yes. off the went off the rails on the AITA, but I think it was good discussion and appreciate yeah. As always, our uh, listeners, viewers uh, chiming in. I think it really adds to what we do here. I'm, I'm glad we've kind of gone this route and allowed people to uh, chime in during the broadcast or the podcast or whatever you want to call it. But uh, can, I, can I piggyback here? Can Go I ahead. piggyback here, Eric? And, and also, again, I, um, I really think that 
bring everybody chiming in and everybody kind of participating has really breathed the new, you know, new life into our, uh, our podcast. So it's really, you know, at times where we're kind of lost at a loss for words, which is hard to believe, you know, none of us are at a loss for words usually, but it really helps us kind of keep things going and, and it kind of makes our side tangents uh, a little more worthwhile. So <laughs> thank you guys for, uh, for chiming in. No problem. Yeah, thank you guys for chiming in. Again, I think I think this new format. Thank me for chiming in. No, I'm not thanking you guys, assholes. Uh, <laughs> Hillbilly Jim was taller than Hogan. Anyway, um, I really do like the fact that people are chiming in, and and, and it makes us feel much better about ourselves as opposed like to like us. You know, yes. three of us talking to no one. All right. With that, uh, once again, we'll do the housekeeping duties. There's our audio. You can find us in all these different locations on the bottom of the screen. Most anywhere you find podcasts, really, but our uh, home website, anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast on YouTube. Uh, remember our change in YouTube. We are not going to repost these videos. They'll just appear on our channel as videos for all the different episodes. So if you want to watch the episode after the fact, go to YouTube, go under videos and find it there. Facebook, yes, please mask up. <laughs> uh, social media, Facebook, most of you watching us here on Facebook, Twitter, play it by your pod two, which uh, we're also broadcasting to through um, our uh, Periscope app and uh, Instagram at play it by your podcast with underscores under all those words. Interact with us at play it by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com. That's our email address. And uh, you can leave a voice message also at your podcast provider by clicking the link. And uh, finally, if you'd like to support what we do financially just to help us pay the bills, and we're not, again, looking to get rich, but you can go to anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. I think I forgot podcast there. Should be play it by your podcast support. And uh, you can, again, make a small donation. And uh, we can wear a large one if you feel compelled. <laughs> exactly. That's larger. There, yeah. there, it's better now. Play it by your podcast. So we're driving a Porsche yeah. and a Jaguar. I was going to say, I would like to drive a Porsche and a Jaguar. Jaguar. And I, I'd like to discipline my children for that. <laughs> <laughs> Brady got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can I, I throw it. a little, Eric, can I throw a little special thing in there as well? Absolutely. Um, you know, us all being educators, I'd kind of like to, um, just kind of give a nice little shout out to all the educators out there who are kicking a lot of butt here with this, with the way this year's going. And I know our students aren't listening or shouldn't be listening to our podcast, but they're doing great. Everybody's doing great. Um, you know, support your teachers, support your educators and your principals and, and things like that, because everybody's doing a great job. And I was telling my students today that, you know, we, we are nine weeks into our school year and, even my fourth graders understood this, that everybody expected us to go a couple days or a couple weeks and then be shut down again. And, you know, because they are, uh, you know, washing their hands, covering their faces, doing all the things that we're doing, that we're asking them to do. Um, they're, they have gotten us through one entire nine weeks of school that I don't think anybody thought we were going to get through. And I know every other school around is kind of doing the same thing. So just a shout out to everyone involved in education. Um, you guys are proving a lot of people wrong. Who thought we wouldn't be able don't to jinx do this? Us, Todd. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not trying to jinx this, but I just I think that I don't think that it's one of those times where I don't think we get enough credit as as a you know as a people as a group, and I think that everybody's doing a great job, and there's a lot of 
griping and complaining, but meanwhile, we still have kids who depend on us and uh, they're doing a great job and, and so is everyone else. So I just want to throw that out there. I don't usually get personal, but, but uh, thank everyone who is uh, supporting education right now. Amen to that. All Amen. right. Uh, look for us. This was a special Tuesday night this week due to the vinyl countdown having a show tomorrow night. So yeah, come out big ash brewing. Show. Yes. Go, uh, go big support ash. local bands. Big, big ash. Brewing. Big, <laughs> big <laughs> uh, next week we'll be on our next week. We'll be on our usual Wednesday evening at seven. We will send out our, uh, our, uh, invites and Becky McConaughey's threatening to tell stories on me and Brady. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the for the forum is open, Becky. Becky, you, I would like to personally invite you and we can compare stories and see uh and see who has the funniest stories. So yeah, to answer your question, special guests are always welcome. Yes. All right. With that, look for uh, episode thirty two on audio on Friday. We'll release that. Uh, Join us for episode 33 next Wednesday. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.